everyone, and welcome to another episode of DGR Dialogue. I'm Claudia Tirico, editor of Demand Gen Report, and I'm really excited to take today's episode to introduce our audience to Triblio's new Ask an ABM an Expert series. So it's a series of educational videos that answer key questions about ABM and modern B2B marketing. And honestly, whether you're an ABM veteran or just starting out, you'll really enjoy the series and learn what it takes to get your ABM plays on point. The series is actually hosted by Triblio's Chief Customer Officer, Andrew Marr, who I had a chance to sit down with and get a sneak peek into the inspiration behind the series, as well as common challenges for ABM practitioners today. I actually also learned that I have a lot in common with Andrew during our speed round. So let me stop talking and let you guys listen up and enjoy the conversation. All right. Hey, Andrew, how's it going today? Very well. Good to talk to you. You too. Um, all right. So for for those who are not familiar with Triblio and yourself and your role, um, I know you've been leading Triblio's sales and customer success teams for almost five years now. So, you know, for those that are new to you, why don't you tell us a little bit about your company and the role there? Sure. Um, so I like to frame it in terms of the customers we serve. Uh, so 10 to 12 years ago, someone aspiring to be a modern marketer would have been you know, a very pipeline-focused, uh, tech-savvy leader, probably, who is focused on building out you know, next-gen tech at that point, marketing automation systems, email programs, trying to scale inbound uh, you know, nurture programs for their company. Today, um, a lot's changed. Anyone aspiring to be a modern marketer, you know, has the same pipeline focus, still tech focused, but is in the process of shifting their business to an account-based strategy in order to drive those results. At Triblio, our job is to make those individuals successful. So that starts by providing the most robust ABM platform on the market to make them successful from a technological perspective. They're able to execute the programs they want to and can. Uh, but it goes beyond that, too, to providing expertise on their journey, helping them to understand best practices um, and uh, give them feedback from what we've seen work and not work with others. So I joined Triblio, as you said, you know, almost five years ago to start the customer success org. Um, we had just a few ABM customers at that point. And so we began to build out best practices and programs around what we could see working for these very, very early adopters at that point. Um, in mid-2018, we realized that all that strategic guidance we'd been developing for customers was actually what our prospects, uh, who were just beginning conversations with us, wanted to be talking about also. Um, so I began the work of translating all that industry knowledge into the sales organization, um, and that got us to, to where we are today. Interesting. I was wondering if you could actually tell me a little bit about the process of building that customer success team. Because you said when you when you started, um, you guys didn't have one, and then you kind of built one from from scratch. Yes, that's right. So I was the first customer success hire, um, and it was really um, uh, just a focus from the very beginning. I was the tenth person in the office uh, on you know being able to to listen to what was working for customers and translate all their feedback and needs back into the product you know roadmap um, and go through very very quick iterations on the products um, so that we were building things that people needed as they deploy these strategies. Um, and then to begin aggregating what I saw working uh, for customers into best practices and onboarding programs um, and, and you know, standardized metrics and things like that that people needed to run successful programs, uh, introduce these concepts to others in their organization and uh, you know, scale things up from small target account lists to you know, kind of um, to larger ones. 
Very cool. So um, I'd love to touch on the new video series that Triblio just launched. Um, it's called Ask an ABM Expert. And obviously, it touches on a really hot trend in B2B marketing today, account-based marketing, like you said. And so what was the inspiration behind the series? And what led you co- to come up with this concept? Sure. Um, so again, our job at Triblio is to make these ABM leaders successful. And we've done that with our customers for, for years now launched hundreds of ABM programs. And so we've seen lots of people go through the adoption cycle internally. We've seen people train their sales team on how these programs work. Uh, We've seen people go from kind of single channel to multi-channel approaches. So at this point, I think we've heard uh, all the common pain points that are out there, if not, you know, the most. Um, And we also get lots of common questions. Uh, So um, the video series is about making sure that all that learning that we've done, we're able to share as broadly as possible so that we can make as many ABMers um, as successful as possible. Um, so that's, you know, continuing to, you know, pull together all the insights that our customer success team, which is now eight or nine people, um, continues to pull together uh, and make sure we're putting those out into the market so that people who are looking for answers or coming across common pain points uh, can hear from you know, really what we've learned from the rest of the market uh, quickly and easily. Awesome. So you had mentioned, obviously, you're touching on a lot of challenges and, and pain points that are um, that are common amongst uh, ABM marketers today. So what are what's an example of, you know, the questions about ABM that get asked all the time? Well, it's uh, it, it really varies depending on how long someone has been practicing ABM. Um, so marketers who are about to launch ABM for the first time, uh, the most common question we get from them or the group of questions tend to be around what worked for others, what worked in terms of picking an account list, what worked in terms of campaign tactics. Uh, they're looking for you know those best practices and lookalike models that can give them a running start or a template to begin from. Um, Marketers, though, who have been a year or two into running an ABM program in their company uh, tend to be much more focused on uh, or wanting to learn about how to uh, advance the metrics conversation. How do they share results with others in their organization? How do they shift from a lead-based measurement model to an account-based measurement model, prove out ROI, um, and really engage their sales team with all the data they're collecting? Um, so lots of common questions, and I tend to think about it in terms of those groups of, you know, are you, are you just getting started or are you a couple of years into this and needing to grow ABM beyond something that you're doing as kind of a side project and into something that really the rest of your, your business understands really well. Awesome. So it's safe to say that the series is basically for anyone, you know, whether you're just starting out with ABM or you're kind of somewhat of a, a veteran as well, right? Yes, yeah, there'll be a pretty good mix um, of beginner as well as kind of the uh, deeper in the weeds questions. Awesome. And I know that um, coming down the pipe, as you start adding more episodes to the series, um, you're going to be having some special guests. I know Serious Decisions uh, analysts will be on um, and other industry thought leaders. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Yeah, I mean, the the whole idea here is to make, um, you know, what we're learning, what the industry is learning about ABM um, as accessible as possible. So we've learned a ton from the from the you know hundreds of programs we've launched. Uh, but there are certainly other people who have had similar opportunities, whether they're analysts, like you said, uh, or even very experienced practitioners who are ahead of the curve and adopting things. So we want to, to ask questions to them as well. Um, expertise is something that we're collecting, but we don't have the... Uh, 
uh, a monopoly on it, certainly. So, you know, anyone that we can get to, to come on who we think has really valuable and deep insights um, into the real questions that people are coming up against as they're running ABM, uh, we'll want to have those individuals on. Very cool. And so, all right, you've been with Triblio for five years. You work directly with uh, the customers. So let's get into some um, some major, you know, ABM kind of topics. So what are you seeing your customers or ABM practitioners in general focusing on today with, you know, account-based marketing in 2020, let's say? What challenges are they looking to alleviate? And how do you and your team collaborate to ensure these customers' needs are being met? Sure. Uh, several different things come to mind for that. Um, the first one is just taking, uh, you know, this concept of sales and marketing alignment uh, and just pushing that more and more uh, to a state of maturity. So I would say at the very beginning of, you know, my time with Triblio, sales and marketing alignment basically meant that sales and marketing were finally beginning to agree on the accounts that they'd be focused on. But there wasn't necessarily a lot of coordination happening at that point. Uh, between campaigns and messaging. Um, it was really getting to agreement on an account list. Now that conversation has advanced a ton and marketers are trying to figure out how they can feed the right sales messages um, to the right reps at the right time um, and do kind of back and forth sequences where marketing and sales have integrated well-orchestrated touches on a campaign. So taking sales and marketing alignments um, to kind of a, a full state of maturity. Um, another one is content production. Um, so we know from running lots of campaigns that the more customized and personalized content can be, the better it's going to perform in terms of converting accounts into meetings and into, into pipeline that the AEs can be working. But uh, scaling that one-to-one -one content production is a big challenge. Um, so teams understanding where can they use you know, messaging and offers that are customized to a segment of group of accounts and when do they actually need to get you know one-to-one -one personalization and how do they scale that when the time comes it is a big challenge that people are facing and we're starting to build some automation tools that address that that i'm pretty excited about um, the third one i think that is starting to get a lot of attention is this idea of orchestration which i think of as kind of taking your account-based marketing program um, from the you know first couple hundred accounts, maybe dozen or hundred accounts to how are we doing this for thousands or ten thousands, really your total addressable market. Um, when people are getting their programs launched for the first time, usually there's a lot of coordination that's just happening through spreadsheets and you know using Excel or a Google Sheet to make sure that everyone's on the same page about when a campaign starts and ends and what content to use. That works well when you have an ABM lead who can um, you know manage that for Again, a relatively narrow program. Um, but we have customers who are running ABM programs orchestrated to, to millions of accounts uh, across the you know the, the globe. Um, so that that's way beyond what someone can manage with a spreadsheet. So as people are scaling that concept of orchestration and making sure that all of the the pieces of ABM are moving at the right time, that you have kind of these AI based triggers um, for starting a campaign but also that your program can run off of the business rules that manage your, your sales team, like territories and uh, who can touch an account when, um, that all those things are working across the enterprise is a pretty big challenge that we're starting to hear a lot about. 
I love that. And I definitely agree. It's definitely something that Demand Gen Report has covered a lot. Those three points are really key to ABM. Um, I'd love to touch on, you know, the um, alignment challenge. You know, it's a key necessity for a successful ABM strategy is that alignment. Um, what advice would you give B2B organizations struggling with this? And actually, what, what does it look like at Triblio? How do you work closely with sales and marketing uh, to kind of deliver um, a great customer experience? Um, the first piece of alignment, um, is really just communication. Um, a lot of people are, I think, hope that they can talk about ABM at like a sales kickoff and get a plan launched. Um, and then that the, the insights and the ideas that they started with will just last for the whole year it, to really run an ABM program, whoever the, um, you know, the account executives or maybe like an inside sales manager that is going to be running the, the sales half of the program, they, they need to be meeting with whoever the ABM leader is on the marketing side um, on a monthly basis to go over how are results going and that's m- monthly minimal probably, you know, uh, what are results like, you know, um, what adjustments do we need to make? How do we refresh the account list when we need to? So just regular communication and, and putting that in as a, a big rock in your calendar is pretty important. Um, and I would include, you know, anyone from marketing or revenue operations um, in that in that meeting as well. Um, the second thing that's really important uh, for alignment um, is really to think about ABM in terms of the workflows you're trying to execute. So you can be really specific about when these handoffs and different messages are supposed to go live. So one of the things that um, we see a lot of at Triblio is, you know, when a, a new prospect will be approaching us for the first time, they'll have an RFP designed and they'll say, okay, well, here are the, you know, 10 or 15 different use cases or kind of like technical functions that we need in a platform and then, you know, describe Triblio's capability to do each one of these. And whenever I can, um, I'll try to get a conversation with the, with the folks running that process and say, um, instead of giving us a list of features that you think you may need, can you show us what your workflow is supposed to look like? How is data supposed to flow from one system to the other? Um, and what triggers each step to happen? Um, that's when you can really get specific with teams and understand, um, you know, not just are you aligned in concept about, you know, ads will be running and sales will reach out, but how exactly each of those steps is going to happen and who's responsible for each part of that coordination process. Um, so thinking in terms of workflows instead of just technologies or channels is really important. And we try to drive people to that, um, that level of specificity whenever we can. Um, the third one, which I alluded to earlier, uh, is just to really empower someone to be the ABM lead in the organization. Uh, that can be someone from marketing. Um, it, we've seen it be somebody who's more like operationally focused, um, but somebody who is going to be able to go around and keep these lines of communication open, uh, you know, sponsor, um, you know, or, the, or champion the cause of ABM. Um, when there's resources that are needed or when more visibility is needed on certain things, uh, someone who can you know, get the right executive sponsor involved, having an ABM lead in the company to bring this, uh, these things through to maturity is really, really important. Um, I remember thinking uh, when I first got started at Triblio, 
um, you know, kind of looking back on how marketing operations had evolved and um, thinking, oh, that's really neat that when, you know, the eloquence of the world were getting started, you know, there, there weren't these, you know, leads in, in most organizations necessarily for marketing operations. And I don't even think demand gen uh, at that point, 10, 15 years ago. But now, you know, the birth of those technologies and those processes has created these functional leads within the company. I think that same thing is happening with ABM. Um, and we've seen that more and more where companies are hiring an ABM director, an ABM lead. Um, that's a really important step, kind of step one in making sure that you're ready to run this. Because if there's no one who has this as a big part of their job to move forward, um, you know, it's going to be an afterthought for everyone and, and no one will take responsibility for it. Um, so in terms of alignment, just having someone there who takes keeping things aligned as a core part of their, their job um, is really important as well. It, it won't just happen on autopilot. I love that. All right. So we like to have some fun with our interviews. Uh, so we came up with some fun, a little more casual questions to, to kind of top off the conversation. So we call it our little speed round. Are you ready for this? I'm ready. All right. Would you rather have more time or more money? And what would you do with your choice? Um, well, I remember reading uh, in a Peter Drucker book several years ago um, that you know money can seem scarce, but time is the only thing that's truly you can't you know buy, rent, or, or hire more of. Uh, so I would definitely take more time. Um, and uh, oh man, there's a million things I'd do with it uh, between you know getting more more time outdoors, uh, having more time to play with my kids, um, all kinds of things. So, um, but definitely more time. Awesome. And if you could only eat at one fast food restaurant for the rest of your life, what would it be? Um, if I can vote for fast casual, um, there's a, I'll, I'll go with the homegrown option. It's a chain that's uh, local to, or started in DC um, called Kava that I love. Oh, I love Kava. Our office probably orders from there at least once a week. So that's a, definitely a favorite of mine. Um, what song best describes your life? Uh, that's a, that's a tricky one. Um, I'm going to go with a song by Thelonious Monk called I Didn't Know About You. Interesting. I've never heard that. I have to check it out. Instagram, LinkedIn, Twitter, or Facebook? Um, reluctantly Instagram. Uh, I, I, am not very active, um, but I figured I needed to keep up with people on at least one channel. And so that's the one I'm using. That's a good one. What marketing trend are you most excited about? Um, besides, you know, what were some of the things we just talked about in account-based marketing and, and seeing those leads emerge, um, I think marketing teams taking ownership of the BDR function, um, you know, when I started uh, four and a half years ago, um, there was, I would say, the majority of the organizations we worked with um, had that, you know, business development rep um, was, you know, reporting to an AE, and so it's a sales-aligned. Uh, those coming into the marketing function instead as part of the ABM you know, kind of core team uh, works really well. And we're seeing more and more kind of the majority now shift to that model, which I think is great. Cool. What do you think is a fad? Um, you know, to this audience, uh, probably, um, you know, the, the way that everything <laughs> that, that runs on a computer is called AI driven at this point. Um, so hopefully we, you know, get better definitions around that over time. Agreed. All right. Last one. What's your proudest career moment? Oh, good question. Um, last year, um, we had a big stretch goal 
for uh, the the sales and customer success teams uh, for Q4, um, and uh, our CEO put a um, an incentive out there that if we hit this number, the whole company um, was going to get to go to Cancun in January over a weekend. Um, and we were chasing that number down until 11 p.m. on December 31st, um, but we got there. Um, and so getting to you know kind of like uh, you know land there, see the whole company, kind of you know show up at the hotel, enjoying themselves, and just knowing what that group accomplished by pulling together, prioritizing, supporting each other, um, just being really really proud of what they accomplished. I think that was that's the first thing that comes to mind. That's awesome. That sounds amazing. All right. Well, that concludes our speed round, <clears throat> concludes our overall interview with uh, Andrew Marr today. Thank you so much for uh, taking the time to chat with me. You're welcome. Great talking to you. Awesome. Right, and that's a wrap on today's episode. Thank you all so much for listening in. I really hope you enjoyed learning about Triblio's new video series. A bunch of episodes of Ask an ABM Expert are already live on Triblio's website, so we'll be sure to link to the homepage in our show notes for easy access. Don't forget to subscribe to DGR Dialogue so you don't miss out on any episodes. And if you want to continue the conversation, be sure to follow us on Twitter at DG underscore report to stay up to date on all things B2B marketing and sales. That conversation made me really hungry, so I am on my way to Kava right now. Hope to catch you all on the next episode. 